Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Briar Pat After Show here at AfterBuzz TV, and I am your host and fellow Briar Pat Stitt. It is I, Brandon Hanna, and I am joined today by the one, the only, the amazing, our own personal private investigator himself. It's Kevin Allen. Hey, uh, I'm so happy to be talking about this amazing conclusion. What a fantastic finish to an amazing season of television. Yes, this oh. really was an amazing conclusion to really maybe almost, almost a perfect season of television. I'm just going to go out and say it. Everyone was saying that about uh, Watchmen. I'm going to throw Briar Patch right in the conversation. We have such an amazing show for you guys today. So much to talk about. We get Allegra finally setting her plan of re- revenge in motion. That leads to this amazing showdown in Packingtown. And does Allegra finally settle the score? Does everything get wrapped up in a nice bow? I think a lot of it does. Some of it might not. I cannot wait to get into all that. And for our special segment today, uh, we do have, I guess, Conspiracy Corner. But our own little twist on it, uh, something that I know Kevin's been working really hard on, so you're not going to want to miss that. But before we get into all of that, Kevin, what are your overall thoughts on this amazing finale? I I think we're going to disagree when we get to that final topic you had mentioned of did they wrap up everything? Was it? Because uh, I, I think they did. I think this was, in fact, a perfect season of television, and this was a perfect conclusion. I... um. I noticed in the synopsis uh, on my TV that it was descri- like the episode description was Allegra lines them up and knocks them down. That was it. That was the entire synopsis of the episode. And mwah, fantastic. Because she did just that. And the show managed to tell us her plan and demonstrate it in tandem uh, without like spoiling any of it. And stuff still went wrong and still had to be cleaned up just like the previous nine episodes. And when it was all said and done, I was like, mighty fine job, Dill. Uh, I was perfectly satisfied. 
Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Allegra uh, totally seemed in control from start to finish. Uh, even times where maybe I was unsure of what was really going on, what the real plan was. At the end of the episode, it was all revealed that Allegra 100% knew what she was doing. Uh, I mean, there's just so much to get into. Um, this episode starts off with Allegra setting this plan in motion. And I like these cuts that we get back and forth between her explaining the plan to Jake and AD and and then the, the plan actually coming to fruition simultaneously. It had like this heist movie vibe and I lived for that. I was yeah. all about the uh, the tone and total shift of this kind of being like this Ocean's Eleven, like, okay, I've got this perfect plan and you're just going to enjoy watching me execute it. Um, she was setting up chess pieces in this episode and then doing it in a way where she kind of like, she placed them on the board and then just let them do their thing and was so confident and correct about how these people that she had gotten to know over the course of however long she's been there uh, would behave that they just did exactly what she wanted them to do without having to say it. It was masterful. Yeah, it really was. Even the stuff with we get Ray Tech and Colder and what looks to be maybe some sort of a new alliance between them. And we kind of learn more about that later on. Kevin, were you a little worried when that happened? Because I know for me, I was thinking, oh no, what is Ray Tech doing? Uh, she goes to reach for the soda in her fridge. There's a gun right next to it. I was like, is, is she going to shoot him here? Is she going to align with him? What, what was your thought process during that moment because for me I, I was starting to get nervous I was I was getting nervous too that's pretty much what my thought process was I'm actually trying to see if I wrote down what was actually going through my head <laughs> at that moment uh, this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, uh, no, there's a lot of woes and Jesus, but we're not quite there yet. Um, okay, so at the top of the episode, we open up with Holder, like, trying to pull out pocket change, being terrible at, at it, and then just throwing a fit and breaking a soda machine for a soda, which may or may not be cold, because it was the display one. Uh, he's such a mess. He's just terrible at everything. So when he yeah. showed up, <laughs> yeah, he showed up against, uh, Raytech, who in this same episode had a scene where she was sitting in the mayor's chair and schooling him out of his own office like a boss. Like she is so in control that is as much of a completely wild card the holder is. Um, I had every confidence that she's under control and got the situation. When she opened up the door and there was the gun in the thing, I was like, oh, well, she's got this. Well, however, she wants us to go down. She will make it happen. 
But the question was, how does she want this to go down? Her character of all characters has been the most hard to peg for me. And I didn't know where she was trying to go anymore because what Allegra had done essentially to make everyone play to her master plan was to kind of get everyone's ties to sever either by their own doing or by her doing, just revealing information. So now that Raytech wasn't really aligned to anybody, like Jake kind of broke things off with her. She, uh, their evidence was put out there that she really couldn't rely on uh, the Senator and thus on Cyrus. So it was, all right, what, so what are her, uh, her ulterior motives? Like not, what does she want to do for the Senator to get her way? Not what does she want to do for Jake to get her way? What is just her way? And I didn't know what that was. So I was sorely disappointed when she handed Holder a Coke and not a bullet, but I was not surprised by that either. I prattled on there for a while, pardon me. Yeah, uh, Raytech for me, sh no, <laughs> not at all. You Clyde rattled on, is that what you said? Uh, Prattle, uh, Prattle. <laughs> but, but he does Raytech, do, really he does that as well. <laughs> she, yeah, oh, that's, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really thought about that. That's pretty funny. But Raytech, she doesn't even complete control up until the very end. Uh, she finally slips up for the first time, I think, all season. Once mm -hmm. we get to this showdown at Packingtown is what I'm calling it. But before we get into that amazing spectacle of a I team, cannot wait to get into that. <laughs> I, uh, I just want to thank everyone watching at home just for supporting us. Thank you so much for making us the ESPN TV talk. We would not be able to do this amazing show without you. So please like this video, subscribe to this channel and all the other AfterBuzz TV channels on YouTube. Leave a comment below. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, if you have any remaining theories as to what is going on in this show, uh, should we get a season two? I think we should let us know. Uh, there's just so much to unravel. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please uh, leave us a positive review there. It really helps the show out a great deal. And speaking of a deal, there was one <laughs> going on. Nice segue. Beautiful. <laughs> in Packingtown between Clyde Brattle and Allegra that leads to so many reveals, so many deaths. Wow. I mean, let's just come out and say it. Clyde Brattle, gone. Colder, gone. Ray Tech gone Sid not quite dead yet but we'll talk about him maybe <laughs> a little bit later uh yeah Kevin what did you think I want to know actually specifically what did you think about Ray Tech oh man I lost the end of your thought there what did I want uh -huh. to know about Ray Tech yes uh did 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 you know, did you have any sniff? Did you have any idea that she was the second bomber? No, absolutely not. To the point where when Dill gave uh, Chuckles that file, I rewound that for like <laughs> 10 seconds and like turned my head sideways to be like, who am I looking at? What is this? And so I got that it was like a bomb team, but I just, I couldn't connect these dots. And never did I imagine it was Raytech. I, I can't say it is, like, came out of nowhere. It, it fits. But no, this, that completely took me by surprise. Uh, I never thought, like, as much as she is the person who gained the most out of bombing her immediate superior officer and thus getting the promotion, it never really crossed my mind that she was 
capable of doing that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it kind of makes sense. Uh, all the hints about her being in the military and talking all these army buddies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can it's, see it was right the there. puzzle pieces finally coming together. Um, we have to, I didn't really know what AD was doing um, with Lucretia, like what he was asking from her until maybe a little too late when I was like, oh, they swapped out the recordings. Like, yeah. I just had it the entire time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I was kept wondering the same, uh, the whole episode, just like you were, like, okay, so where does Lucretia come into play in all this? And no, this show did a great job of saving, like, just as much suspense as they could for the last moments of the show. The show, as much as they were wrapping up things and, like, closing the doors on a lot of stuff here, it never tired it never got to a point where there wasn't something going on um, yeah and uh we see uh ray tech and um my boy here jake spivey fighting over that recording and we've <laughs> seen jake take out a small private army of mercenaries like it was nothing. yeah and yeah. did he lose that fist fight to chief ray tech over that tape I don't know, man, because they both came out worse for wear. I felt like they yeah, both she, somehow lost. Like, if, if if it wasn't for the fact that she was holding their quarter and was, I guess, the first one to walk out. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because only that. They both, like, she, her teeth were bloody and she was battered and sore, just the same as he was. But you're right. She left the room first and she had the prize. So, yeah, Jake Spivey wasn't a match for her. He <laughs> yeah, I weapons. mean. They didn't have his arsenal with him, I mean, I guess so, but I mean, I, I just thought that was a really interesting point. We've seen Jake in action, and if he loses a fight to Chief Raytech, maybe we should have been afraid of Chief Raytech this entire season, a lot more than we were. Make one fatal mistake. She turns the key to the ignition. She sees the crunched up soda can on her dash, and I immediately oh, knew that car funny. was going to blow up. That shouldn't have been as funny as it was. <laughs> but like, I love that the can, the clue was a crushed up soda can. Like, that's his calling card. And uh, I just, the, <laughs> ah, crap. Like, just the turn of it all. Um, and I, I really hope the audience was as satisfied as I was that we got that final car bomb we've been waiting for all season. Yeah, we started the season with a car bomb. It only makes sense that we end it with a car bomb. Yep. Uh, what do you think about Clyde Brattle uh, getting taken out by Gene? Um, I mean, did you think that maybe he would have more of an impact later in the episode? Or did you maybe have a sense that he was going to get taken out as quickly as he was? Uh, Clyde Brattle. I, I thought he would have an impact. I really mm-hmm. did. Because when we first see him in this episode, he's gotten the bad news that uh, he does not have all the power here and that he could easily be taken away from him. And we get to see what upset Brattle looks like. And it's not quite what I expected. It was a different kind of venom. So uh, when he came into that meeting scene with that epic score at the top, I, I was like pins and needles going, I'm not entirely sure Allegra has this all figured out. Uh, he showed up. He's got his man outside with the gun. And 
if, if we've seen anything from Brattle, it's we've seen him consistently re, uh, re like mold a situation into whatever he feels like at that moment. Like that's what he's good at is making things work for him. Uh, but then Gene, I'm a damn mess. Colder just shows up and does what he does best and ruin everyone's plans. So all cards were off the table at that point. Like, um, and yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier. When that happened, I wrote down, whoa, talk about an upset play. Because I was just like, <laughs> what do we do now? It came out of nowhere and it just spoiled whatever Allegra was doing, as far as I knew. I don't think she planned for Holder to show up and do what Holder does. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. I don't know. Maybe she did because it kind of worked perfectly in her favor. Like I said, in her favor, it seemed like she was really in control. And you're right about that musical score when Clyde Brattle shows up. was so perfect. It comes to a screeching halt once he starts talking, which is, I think was perfectly in character. And mm. yeah, uh, Allegra, she, she settles the score is what I have in my notes. She settles the score. Uh, I guess no pun intended after just mentioning how great the score was. <laughs> but um, she uh, blackmails Cyrus and the senator. She has the taping. And she really gets one over on everyone who not only did her wrong, but everyone that played a part in Felicity's death. Uh, we find out that Raytech pretty much knew everything from the beginning and was using Felicity to keep Gene occupied so that he wouldn't be killing Jake, which I thought was a really interesting reveal. And Jake yeah. was just, uh, I guess, I, I wouldn't call Jake an idiot, but it seemed like he was purposely playing dumb. He was purposely not getting involved uh, when he should have been, which clearly made Allegra upset which I didn't necessarily think at first was enough to make her upset, but then it was later revealed that the Meet Me in Packingtown recording that we've heard over and over and over again was actually a phone call to Jake. Yeah. I always thought it was a phone call to Gene, but no, it's a phone call to Jake. And what does he do? He takes that, and I guess he put all of that into Raytech's hands. He trusted her a bit too much, and that was enough for Allegra to walk away from Jake, literally walk away from Jake when he's got a gun pointed at her. But we all knew that he wasn't going to pull that trigger. I can't believe he even pulled the gun on her. I was like, shocked. I was like, no, Jake, I have to dress up as you for this finale. Don't do anything yeah, stupid I, to make me look like an idiot. I honestly thought of you. <laughs> I really <laughs> did. I was like, oh, poor Brandon, his hero. <laughs> um. I, you know, of all of the the revelations and sudden uh, explosions and turns of events that have been happening throughout this whole season, I felt like the revelation of Jake's part in all of this, in that he he didn't play dumb, but he turned a blind eye 
to Felicity's situation and thus caused all of this, that was, I think, the heaviest reveal of all. It was such an intimate one for between him and Allegra. It clearly had the biggest impact and hit cut the deepest. So that one was the one I think that took me by a totally different kind of surprise and I thought was the most shocking. Same, yeah. I felt their scene together at the end was really emotional, really well done. It really sucked me in and it was a great emotional finale to this, not only this whole this episode, but this whole season. And oh, yeah. yeah, I think you said it perfectly. He purposely turned a blind eye to Felicity, put his trust in the wrong people. And I understand why that was enough for Allegra to walk away from Jake. And I guess I've been wrong all season long about A.D. Singe. He turned out to be a pretty good Thank guy, you. I guess, Kevin. <laughs> he was a good guy and a great detective. Uh, or lawyer, sorry. <laughs> yeah. He, he I, almost ha- I almost pulled that off. <laughs> almost pulled it off. He, he yeah. did mention he, he's a great lawyer, and you'll, you'll see that reflected in my bill. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was... Line. It was. It was great. Like, he's so damn charming. It's, it was nice to see that there's at least one character who was who they are on the surface. But actually, there's a few. Because I want to give props to Lucy, who is lit up like an angel at the very end. Uh, well, I guess, like, no, because she killed a guy. Okay, so there's A.D. Singe, <laughs> and there's Cindy, who I am so glad was the one to get the deed to the apartment building. She... There are two good people in this entire series. And I'm glad that she got her reward for being a good person and that A.D. Singe turned out to be the charming, trustworthy friend that he had made himself out to be from the beginning. That was, that was one for the audience, in my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, as much as I hate to be wrong, uh, it was really touching for him to have that conversation with Allegra and said, I have a few loose ends to tie up. And what he really means is, doing things like helping out Cindy and giving her the apartment and all this stuff and just being an all-around good person. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it was... all played out, but, you know, I'm a little bitter. I'm oh, a little yeah. bitter. I still, I still have to say, I don't know what was going on when he pulled her away from that car that with struck her in it, that rate tech blew up. He had to know about the car bombing. Why else would you frantically speak French and pull her away from the car if you don't know it's going to blow up? That's true. That didn't get totally resolved, did it? Because, okay, let's walk it back here. So Strucker knew too much by means of Felicity, right? Yeah. Well, Strucker knew that Colder was the one who killed her and was going to tell Allegra. Okay, right. So, okay. So Strucker found out about Holder and was going to tell Allegra. Raytech put the bomb under the car. So where does AD fit into all this? Because he wasn't working with Holder or Strucker or anyone in the police department. Yeah, I, you know I thought his excuse for pulling her away from the car was really lame. Uh, like, uh, well, it seems like maybe four or five episodes ago, uh, right before they hooked up, I think. He, he mentions, uh, oh, well, you know, I just wanted to get you away from that situation or something. 
something that I didn't buy into. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I'll, I'll say this because when that ha- that first incident, that first episode, uh, I was under the impression that he just didn't trust the mm. uh, holder or the police or like, you know, just like there's something going on. It's probably best not to get in anybody's car right now. If anybody's trying to like pull you aside and take you somewhere to talk in secret, uh, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. And that's what uh, Strucker was doing. He was putting her, you know, in the car and then taking her to some undisclosed location to talk privately. Like it was shady all over. So I always just assumed he was just trying to get her out of a potentially bad situation. But you do bring up a good point. If you're going to double down on that so hard as to make up French words, uh, you're probably a little more certain. It's probably not a hunch. I mean, I, I did two. Really... <laughs> <What? laughs> still alive. That's one of my old theories. <laughs> That's the other thing. Is I, he's I was still alive. Talking... He's the real puppet master. I was wondering if uh, Strucker made it out alive. Did, uh, did we get that? I forget if we got that call or not. I don't know. I feel like he might have died, but maybe it was like a blink no. and you miss it type thing. He never got the official word, as far as I know. Yeah. But it was nice to see Freddie Laughter be around. And yes, it was. He, he's, he's writing up that article to expose Raytech, although I guess it doesn't do too much now that she's blown up. Uh, but I wanted to say, like, about the speaking French thing, I thought that was a really nice callback where AD, he's like, says some French words to Allegra when they hug at the end of this episode. I totally didn't so, notice that. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. I thought that, that was nice a nice touch. touch. but yeah it seems like allegro walked away uh she got the upper hand and i mean that's pretty much a wrap unless you have anything to add and that's why i think this was a perfect conclusion i feel like with the exception of did ad really know and is strucker alive or not there's no loose ends um we now know where everybody stood and where everybody is going to continue to stand um yes uh ray tech is dead but even the truth is still getting out there by means of freddie uh jake got his comeuppance like and he's not being murdered he's not a character that we want to see die off but we do see that he is getting punished for his involvement in you know the grand theme of karma and all that uh and on the converse side like Felicity's property is going to a good person and AD's doing well. I feel like everybody, Sydney got mauled by a lion, everybody, <laughs> Tiger, everything got wrapped up and everybody got their comeuppance in a way that is satisfying for me as a viewer and didn't feel so hokey. And there was no like cliffhanger thing to make me go, well, I guess we got to figure out what that's about. It concluded. And that's just so rare in television these days. Yeah, it is. It really did feel like a perfect conclusion and i feel like maybe there is some like little bit of room for some open-endedness to tell another story and we could save that for the end but right now kevin i want to give you some time for your special segment give us one last time uh not quite conspiracy corner real life tales of corruption uncovered but something along those lines that speaks to the the, i guess the heartbeat of this show well yeah so i this whole time i've been trying to find uh corruption investigations in small towns and it's been like new york san francisco uh los angeles pretty predominantly in fact as i'm continuing to look up these investigations los angeles is still making news but we've talked about that twice now uh so outside of like 
federal corruption just across the board and stuff out in other countries. Uh, there was one story that really stood out to me at the very beginning of you and I's after show series um, about a girl named, uh, oh my God, did I not write her name? Yes, I did. Kelsey German. Uh, so back in 2017, uh, Kelsey's sister Liberty, Libby German, and her friend Abigail Williams were uh, went missing and were later found murdered uh, within a couple days. Uh, the authorities have released cell phone images, um, audio that they had taken before they vanished, and a police sketch of a potential suspect. Uh, this went, investigation went on, no arrests were made. Last year, they released an updated sketch. Uh, they had released previously unheard audio and new video footage that they had collected around that area at that time. Uh, still, no real investigation has made. Uh, so this year, on April 1st, in pursuit with John Walsh on the Investigation Discovery Network, decided to feature these murders as a way to help the investigation continue in large part because of the online presence and uh, in-person presence of Kelsey German. So this girl has practically taken it upon herself to keep the investigation going. She has a huge social media following that she uh, updates and has collected thousands and thousands of tips and essentially has built now an interest in uh, solving crimes. In fact, Earlier this year, right before this show went on air, she enrolled in Purdue University to study forensic psychology. So she is now inspired by her sister's uh, murder, getting involved in detective work and trying to become a criminal investigator. Uh, she's been going to crime con, meeting people in her same situation, like basically trying to help each other out. Uh, her goal is to work for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And she, a quote says, I want to help people, uh, I want to help people not have to wait as long as me and be there for families for the rest of my life because I know what they're going through. I've only been waiting three years and there are people that have waited 42 years for their justice. Uh, she goes on to say uh, that she wants to be there for those people and make a difference in their lives. And I thought that was such an incredible story and very much in the vein of this program. So, uh, it's just as I've been saying all season that these kind of bonkers corruption stories do happen in real life. Well, so do the good things. She's taken it upon herself and she's going to make the world a better place and bring justice to this kind of corruption. And I just think it's awesome. Yeah, no, I love that so much. Uh, that's a really awesome story. Uh, perfectly fits into the plot, the themes, the heartbeat, uh, the pulse of this show. Uh, so just thank you for sharing it and something positive. I think this is a perfect way uh, to end <laughs> this segment. So uh, just yeah, thank you so much uh, for all I'm, of your great detective work. I'm so glad. Kevin. Yeah, oh, I, I'm so happy to have done that. And I really was glad to get to share that story. Because when I first found that, I was like, well, it's not really that timely. And it's not really what we're going for here. But uh, thanks to John Walsh bringing, this, bringing it back up last week. I was like. I'm going to do it too. So, great. Yes. I thought it was absolutely perfect. So, thank you again. Um, I do just want to, I guess, let's just talk a little bit about maybe some things that 
Uh, I mean, this is this is a, a limited series. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the only season, probably more than likely. But if there was an opening for a season two, we <laughs> do kind of see the cops coming for Jake, and he doesn't seem very happy about it. So, what happens there? Do we think that Jake just goes to prison quietly, or does he put up a fight? I think he threw his fight in his own room by himself. I feel like he's probably... Jake's been punished in losing Dill and her trust. So I, what does he have left to fight for? Um, he's probably very upset that he doesn't get to fulfill his water park, and he's losing his house, and not so much in the sense that he's like losing the financial status he has, uh, as much as he's very proud of his rags to riches story, but that he doesn't get to be that guy who's going to make the world a better place. His the trust he's instilled in the community and with Legra has been irrevocably damaged. So he's really got nothing left for him. I think he's he's got. No, I'm, I assume he's got no more fight in him. As for everyone else, at the end of this episode. We now have lost the replacement for the chief of police, her lead detective. Uh, Brattle's gone. Jake is gone. The press is still active, but, you know, he's uh, kind of on his last legs, it looks like. We don't know. What I'm getting at here is there's a huge power vacuum in this town, and God only knows who's going to step up and fill it. So that season two could be a whole nether storm and that no one's going to see coming. I mean, that's a very good point. I could a hundred percent, especially with um, laughter writing his article, the, the, the power going back into the, the honesty of the press and what they really should be there for. Maybe mm-hmm. the staghorns can fill that vacuum and maybe reclaim some of the power. We used to speculate that they may have had in the town. Um, but I don't know if you have any more thoughts on any of that, Kevin, but other, other than these little nuggets that we want to see, because we love these characters, we love this show so much. This really was, I think you can agree as perfect a season of television that we could have hoped for. Yeah. And frankly, I would be perfectly fine if there wasn't a season two only because, uh, it ended on a good note where truth and justice and honesty is what prevails. Uh, and Dill's happy. And I want her to be happy. I want her to be at peace. So I would love to see more similar content in the same vein. Like if the, if the whole team wants to make a whole separate story about a different investigation, I am all about that. Yeah, maybe um, some sort of an anthology series could work pretty well. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a Jake Spivey spinoff. Uh, not that I have any personal biases or anything like that. I'd watch that too. What a great character. <laughs> Honestly, I could watch him all day. His face at the top of the episode when Lego like broke the plan to him was I was like that I'm just sold love you Jake <laughs> yeah absolutely sold on Jakey uh, he wasn't exactly the best friend in the world and I think Allegra says as much where yeah. um, he says it's always been the two of us and he was like no it was the three of us meaning Felicity and he failed her which is disappointing but yeah. I still love the character nonetheless I've tweeted about this. One of my all-time favorite characters in the history of television. So thank you so much for bringing this character to me, bringing the show to me. And just thank you everyone who's been watching.
watching uh, this whole time along. Sorry, guys, it wouldn't be a show about conspiracy if uh, my Wi-Fi didn't cut out on me for some weird reason. But I just want to say thank you, everyone, for watching. If you, uh, thank you so much for uh, just being a part of this journey with us, being a part of this amazing show with us. This has been our own, I guess, limited uh, series, if you will. So, Kevin, before they start coming for me again, before the uh, Jake Spivey's <laughs> of the world come knocking down my door, where can people find you online if they want to continue to geek out about this amazing show? Please do. I'm at Instagram at Kevin Allen Graham and Twitter at Kevin Allen Says. And I, I got to make room for a brand new show now. So give me your suggestions. Yes. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. Uh, please uh, tweet at me about Briar Patch. Uh, we can geek out about Jake's five feet together. It'll be great. Um, thank you so much once again for, for being a part of this amazing show with us. And I give you a literal tip of the cap. Uh, just uh, <laughs> thank you for doing this. This has been great. So glad I could have been here and thank you for everyone who's been watching and making that possible. Brandon, you've been a fantastic host. Thank you. And I'll just give you all one last pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been an incredible journey, Kevin. It's just you and me. And of course, Queen Esther and Janice had an amazing part of the show too, but unfortunately they weren't able to join us today. But I just wanted to give another tip of the cap uh, to them as well. All right. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.